you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, Fredo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. And of course, wherever uh, podcasts can be found, uh, we do these live over here on the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Give us a follow and uh, you'll be notified whenever we go live for Correct. a wrestling recap. Correct. Uh, and, uh, of course, this weekend is WrestleMania weekend. It's going to be really interesting to see if there's any evidence as to what the enthusiasm, not the enthusiasm, but what the turnout for WrestleMania is going to be this year in terms of but audience. Hold on, hold on. Turnout? Audience. Yeah, there's no one going to be there. No, man, not turnout in terms of live at the arena. I know that. I mean, you know, people who are actually watching. Wouldn't that be oh, great viewership. if, like... viewership. Yeah, viewership. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great if, like, uh... What you didn't understand? Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be great? Hard time. Come on. What's that? I'm just giving you a hard time. Come on. Wouldn't that be great if, uh, <laughs> like, an old WrestleMania outdrew like the new WrestleMania on the network or something like that? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at this point. Yeah, me neither. I wonder. I think there's gonna be a, a genuine curiosity factor to see how they're gonna do it. But I think a lot of people are like, if it's not WrestleMania with the spectacle and all that, what do I care? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if ratings are any indication, they don't. Um, we haven't got our ratings in yet for uh, that's going to be an hour away for the Wednesday Night Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raw's rating is in the dumpsters. Horrible. Really bad. Really, really, really bad. bad. Uh, One of the worst ever. Yeah. But uh, anyways, we're living in weird times, so weird things are going to happen. Yeah. Uh, in any event, we will be uh, here for you for mm-hmm. WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. We'll be watching. We'll be watching live. And we're going to yep, be yep. recording us watching live. Yep, Rob- yep. Broadcasting that. Broadcasting. Still yes. up in the air, Larson, as to whether or not I'm going to have. I'm going to be it at the uh, at the office. Let's do it from home. Or here at home. Let's do it from home. It's going to be a decision I'll have to think very carefully about. Just do it from uh, home, man. Well, I'm going to I'm going to make that decision. All right, my two cents. Do it from home. Embrace the chaos. And, but that hey, you know what? That's a great tagline, though. It is. Embrace it. Embrace the chaos. WrestleMania Embrace 36. the chaos. There you go. Uh, anyways. It's better this, than what they came up with. Too big for just one night. Too big. Yeah, too big for one just Don't one lie night. to me, WWE. I know why you're doing it over two days. <laughs> we all know why you're doing it. Oh, man. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah. We're going to talk about. Oh, by the way, our AEW review is live now. Correct. You can check that out. Uh, some of you should probably check that out because not a lot of people did. I would have thought that like people would have wanted to know our opinions on Marco Stunt being murdered. Evidently yeah. not. Evidently not. Uh, ah. so, oh God! Oh, who's behind you? Oh, oh, whoa! That's so, back there. Man, I gotta tell you, there wasn't a whole lot of buzzworthy moments from AD, uh, from NXT last night. I really, no. enjo- I really enjoyed NXT last night. Actually, or this, it, was, today it wasn't. When I it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was an improvement over the previous couple weeks, and uh, uh, I actually really enjoyed Sam Roberts on commentary. Yeah, me too. He was pretty I, I funny. Kind of, he was funny. I, I find him kind of annoying when he's on the pre-show. Um, but he really struck the, the, the right line between uh, a knowing heel and informative uh, heel commentator. Because mm. I think far too often the pre-show, he just goes all in on knowing heel. And it's too much. I think he, he does Phil- the same from what I saw during his stints on oh, uh, main event. Main event, yeah. He and Phillips have good chemistry. They were yeah. playing off each other really well. Yeah. Um, all in all, I, I thought he was pretty good. There were some good matches. Uh, we saw this guy. Yes, the first time in a while. The uh, the so I, you can call it, I guess, the re-debut because he he technically debuted at the breakout tournament, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but then he was nowhere to be found. And last week we got a little mini vignette with him. Mm-hmm. I'm doing something. I'm doing a little bit of business here that's off camera. I have a crayon and I'm 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 putting like a thumbtack into it. Oh wow! For some reason, it's like a mini project of mine I'm working on. 
you gonna build some sort of structure of crayons and, and push pins? I don't know. Maybe we'll see how that goes. Interesting. Well, I and mean, everybody everybody deals with quarantine in their own way. So, <laughs> right? I'm gonna build a giant colorful wax structure of some sort. Maybe Anyways, you like when uh, Kramer made a, a, a <laughs> little statue with all his friends out of various forms of pasta. For silly Jerry, yeah, exactly. You silly Jerry. Yeah. Oh, you silly Jerry, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, look at that. DKC has donated seven dollars seventy seven cents. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. You, DKC. Hopefully, he didn't have to use PayPal. Because that's what he yeah. was saying. He was like, I donate, yeah. but I got to use PayPal. There you go. So, anyways, uh, one of the themes seemingly last night, if we were to take anything from it, was new. The yes. new generation. Yes. Uh, I'm telling you, man, if there was a crowd in attendance, Shotzi would have had them in the palm of her hands. Oh, that was great. Gauntlet matches kind of rely on the crowd to take the journey with whomever is going to be the Iron Man of the Gauntlet match. Yeah, yeah, I mean... It, it, Gauntlet matches are seemingly these days the, the most surefire way to make a new star. Oh, easy. You put someone in a gauntlet match, they go on a good run, uh, they get the crowd behind them, bang, star is born. Mm -hmm. um, watching NXT versus AEW last night, uh, a thought occurred to me, and I don't know if this is necessarily so much intrinsic in the WWE system. I'm going to get off topic from uh, new generation of NXT stars just for a second. Though. That's fine. Um, it seems like so many, I know that, you know, like especially the uh, main event last night was intended for takeover. And I don't know if they changed anything uh, uh, of the layout of the match or if they even had the match laid out weeks ago or almost a month ago on March 11th when things started, you know, happening um, uh, leading to the quarantine or the stay at home orders and so on and so forth. Um, but it really feels like a lot of NXT matches, especially the good ones, the main event last night was good. So much of how their book uh, laid out all the false finishes and whatnot are are, 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 are are put together to get a response from the crowd. Yes. Whereas I don't feel the same way with the AEW shows. Like the, the opening match on AEW last night, Kenny and Trent, that played perfectly fine with no crowd because they weren't really playing to the crowd with false finishes. Yeah, there were some crazy spots with like the powerbomb of the pole, but not a ton. Um, it wasn't It wasn't flashy for the most part. Um, and so maybe that's kind of the issue that NXT is having with these empty arena shows, one of probably several, versus AEW, where so much of what NXT does, and to a larger extent, WB does, is all about playing to a crowd. Mm -hmm. be promos, pretty much everything. Entrances, uh, posing on a turnbuckle. And I just don't really feel like AEW relies on that quite as much, at least for their, for their week-in, week-out shows. It's a point you made before, where with AEW, you've got uh, guys and gals who are coming from the indie scene where you might be in front of 20 people. You might be in front of 200 people. But regardless, you have to tell a compelling story either for 10 people or, or 200 people or whatever. Um, and I think you hit the nail on the head. WWE, everything they do, and we've talked about this a couple times, everything they do is meant, you're right, is meant to be in front of a crowd. Um, I mean, why is Bobby Fish getting on the corner turnbuckle and mm -hmm. then looking out? And he only did it briefly because he's old enough to know. And he's, you know, had plenty of time back in his oh, yeah. day on yeah, the he, indie scene. He's wrestled plenty of Ring of Honor shit, So, Ouch. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so he gets up on the turnbuckle and he's like, you know, look at surveying the crowd for a second. Then he realizes he looks like an idiot. So he looks back at, at Velveteen Dream. <laughs> And uh, yeah, he's, he's looking at that Bobby crowd. He's Fish, like, Bobby Fish wrestled in Ring of Honor and they could, they're actually drawing crowds. That's so true. That's, that that's totally true. Um, <laughs> but uh, but no, I mean, you know, the, these guys, they go to they go to the performance center. They take these classes that are meant to teach you what it's like to be in front of a crowd. Everything is structured that way. Uh, AEW, these guys don't have not for the most part, haven't had the benefit or lack of benefit of the uh, the, the performance center. And so, yeah, like there, there is a different dynamic there for sure. Mm -hmm. um, I thought that the women's match last night, that the gauntlet match, did the best. Ironically, given that I just said that, yeah, gauntlet matches do favor like a big crowd response to bring the person, mm -hmm. you know, to, to help them with their stamina and their grit and all that stuff to get through the next person, the next person. That being said, I thought especially Shotzi did such a fantastic job of keeping that story contained internally with what she's going through mm -hmm. and she did mm -hmm. very well in front of crowd. not surprising she's just coming off the independent circuit not that long ago mm -hmm. so she's the ideal person to do that yep but uh but yeah no it's it's speaking of her it obviously was meant to be a big moment for her 
um, as sort of the, I think, the, the spotlight member of this new crop of talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then obviously behind you, Mr. Loomis uh, taking on uh, Jake Alice. I think we're going to see he's creepy. Uh, we're going to see a lot more of him. And yeah. I, 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 I love him. I think he's great. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so but that begs the question in order for new people to get the true shine. Man, there's got to be some call ups after WrestleMania, Larson. Well, I don't know if you after WrestleMania be it once they start doing a, a full. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, again, yeah, yeah. When things know. are back to normal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it feels like there's a. Potentially a lot of, uh, of of men and women who are, are are biding their time got a case of senioritis. I mean, I can't imagine Velveteen Dream being any more sleepy than he was delivering that promo after his win over Bob Fish. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he had he to just, reference Adam Cole's new uh, mixer channel or yeah, Twitch no. channel or whatever he's got. I mean, it just it, it literally feels like the son went to him and either said, "All right, you're going to get a title match against Adam Cole and you're going to lose," or "Hey, you're going to have that match, but now we're not going to do it." Because mm-hmm. he just he seems so uh, disinterested. Yeah, and and there's any number of reasons why that could be. It could be the things that you just mentioned. It could be that he understands this is not the right time to make a return. You know, it's like he came back, and it wasn't like his his return was all it felt all that special in the first no, place. No, it didn't. It didn't. He, he just. It, I feel like the Velveteen Dream is this. This really should be Keith Lee right now. Mm-hmm. That's what it really should be. I mean, he's mm-hmm. the guy. You've mentioned this before. He's the guy who's standing out there saying, which title do I want to take? If anybody should be... No, what title do I want to take first? first? If first. anybody should be taking on the entirety of the Undisputed Era, it should be Keith Lee. Now, my my, I think maybe you'd want to save him at this point for a bigger time anyways. But striking while the iron is hot is an, an, a really important part of the wrestling, the pro wrestling process. Um. So I don't know, man. I just you're right. It comes off as sleepy, and I don't think it's just the crowd because I thought their match was fine. It's just the whole idea of him taking the title off of Adam Cole at any time in the future seems less likely, in my opinion, or it should be less likely than him simply moving on to SmackDown whenever things, you know, in in May or June or whatever. So, uh, but looking at the NXT roster, is there anybody else that stands out to you? I mean, like you. You would think that whenever they do this eventual Velveteen Dream Adam Cole match for the title, whoever whoever loses that is going to Raw or SmackDown. Um, whether that's Cole, whether that's 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 Dream, whoever's losing that match is moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, we had suspected whoever would lose this Ciampa Gargano thing would move on. Doesn't seem to be the case because Triple H made a, went out of his way to make the point that uh, uh, you guys think this place ain't ain't large enough for both of you. Well, you got to change that. Essentially, it's going to have to be big enough for both of you. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's. You, you could say Dijakovic, you could say Dave. There's so many people who are just kind of Damien Priest. I'm sorry, Damien Priest and Killian Day. And there's so many people that are kind of hovering around the upper mid card mm-hmm. that are, aren't really doing a whole lot. And uh, you can make the case that any of them can, can make the move. Um, basically, half the women's division. You can make the case is going to make the move, especially with Rhea Ripley having that title now. And assuming she beats Charlotte, she's going to have it for a while. Yeah. Um, so, you know, do you want to have Candice LeRae on, on in NXT still or Mia Yim or a lot of other really talented women more or less spinning their wheels in NXT? And, yeah, sometimes they, they can come up with some captivating stories uh, without the title uh, on the line. But, you know, the, the women's division in NXT especially is so deep, so talented. Um, and, and, you know, the the – to have them be underutilized and not have them be involved in title contention for an extended period of time because Rhea's going to have that title. Yeah. Uh, would their fortunes maybe be better on the main roster? That's debatable, but at least it's a new challenge for them. So there's three people that I can point to right now in this ladder match, which, by the way, I'm really looking forward to. I think yeah, it's going to be a really good match. There are three people in it that I feel like can should, should, not just could, should move on uh, when things go back to normal. Candice... Two, you mentioned Candice, Mia Yim, and uh, Io Shirai. Yeah, I'd be who, surprised if Io gets the call up just because they want they are going to try to convince her to resign. Yeah, uh, the other three people in the match I think are the perfect three people to lead the division. Even Rhea Ripley, like Rhea Ripley, should be heading out too. I mean, she's mm-hmm. fighting Charlotte. Like she has mm-hmm. main roster written all over her, mm-hmm. and the the main roster could use a freshening up with the women's division as well. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, and yeah. a mid-card title, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Tegan Knox, Chelsea Green, and Dakota Kai. Her oh, new... Bianca Belair could easily go to the main roster. Oh, she, yeah. Wait a second. Where is she? No, I don't believe she's in this particular match. Probably because she's going to go to the main roster after WrestleMania. That was the plan. <laughs> yeah, you're that probably... That was probably the one, one for sure uh, yeah. scheduled call-up. Yeah. Or, or roster move. But even, I mean, if you look at... if you So you got Tegan Knox, you got Dakota Kai, you got Chelsea Green all should be leading the women's division moving mm-hmm. forward. Mm-hmm. And then who was in the, uh, and then you got Shotzi Blackheart, who obviously they have huge hopes for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then who else was in that second chance? Uh, Caden Carter. She's been getting a lot more TV time of late. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Zia uh, She's beating a lot of TV time as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like uh, forgotten son. Yeah, Aaliyah, even... what is going on with Aaliyah, man? <laughs> How has she been there so long? And it's funny because like you see, uh, Shotzi had uh, Zia Lee, and then before her, it was uh, oh Deanna Parazzo, who's a terrific wrestler. Yeah, she's really good. Um, yeah, she's really good. And those first two matches were just really good. And then Aaliyah mm-hmm. shows up, and it's like okay, well we know it's not Shotzi the problem here because <laughs> their little segment was not that great. Yeah, it was kind of clunky. Uh, um, so I'm looking through the the men's roster. You could easily see Forgotten Sons getting called up because they're not doing anything with them, <laughs> unless they're the guys kidnapping people. Maybe that'd be interesting. Swerve from their. Uh... So I guess one of the masks that was used uh, to kidnap somebody was a Dos Caras mask. Who, if I'm not mistaken, uh, was that what was Alberto's name when he was in? Oh, maybe. Hold on a second. Dos Caras. Or was he the son of Dos Caras? Hold on a second. Well, I mean, he, he did say there was conversations between himself and uh, <laughs> WWE. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Dos Caras is, uh, it's his dad. Okay. It's okay. his dad. What okay. did Alberto go under as, though, when he was a luchador? What was his name when uh, Crow Cop knocked him out? Yeah, I know. That's what I was looking at. He up. had a mask then. Uh, let's see here. Ring names. Uh, so he has he has been Dos Caras in, okay. in some way, shape, or form. He was also Dos Caras Jr. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. All right. Hmm. And I guess the, the leading contender for that, you'd think, would still be uh, El Hijo del Fantasma. Um, uh, King Cuerno from Lucha Underground. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point, yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> the uh the 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 Joaquin Wild kidnapping. Oh, the most casual kidnapping ever. <laughs> hey Wild, get in the car. Yeah. <laughs> come on, man, get in the car. I just, I texted you that is like he had a, he called a friend to come pick him up, but his friend was really impatient. All right, we got to get to the airport, man. Come Anyways, on, man, we're running late. Let's hop right into this. Sure, anybody sure. else? Anybody else on the main roster? Velveteen Dream. Uh, Killian I mean, Dane, Killing, you mentioned Killian, Killian Dane, like D- Damian Priest probably should be North American champ, uh, champion at some point. Killian Dane needs to move on. I he know. needs to just move, either go to UK or, and, you know, fight the coffees or uh, 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 go to SmackDown or something. I know. I know. I mean, there's him and Tyler Breeze. They brought him back to NXT. You think, okay, well, at least with, with Killian Dane, they kind of gave him a repackaging. Um, you can tell they're trying to do something new with him. Um, but you know, guys like that, I think so far, best I can recall, Finn Balor has been the exception in terms of people that went from Maine back to NXT in terms of doing something, uh, larger. Yeah, sure. Something with more gravitas, I mean, yeah. more important. Yeah. They tried that with Dane and then they just quickly kind of dropped it. Like I liked the direction they were going in because they like, they couldn't, they were like, man, we have so many people clogging up the mid card mm-hmm. and it's like, thank they put the Broserweights in a tag team together. So at least mm-hmm. they're that. Um, but yeah, they got, they got to release some, some pressure, man. And, uh, you know, I mean, if they're, if they're going to cut some people and some people are going to end up, I don't know, the, the fight over TV time is going to be something else. Yeah, it is. It is. Speaking of TV time, let's get into it. Uh, show kicked off with Velveteen Dream versus Bob Fish. Uh, I mentioned before we got Tom Phillips and Sam Roberts on commentary. They were pretty good together. Yeah, they were. Um, early on, Dream selling leg. Uh, he leaves the ring. Uh, goes on a run ringside, uh, goes up top for Purple Rainmaker. However, uh, Bob Fish rolls out. Um, Dream just hits double axe handle off top to the ringside area, puts Fish back in the ring. Bob rolls right back out again. We go to commercial. Mm-hmm. Head games. 
or, or Dream actually hurt his leg and they were he was giving, taking uh, some time so uh, Dream could get his wits back. Uh, we come back from commercial. Bob Fish has the advantage. He he kicks uh, uh, Dream off the apron right in the leg. Continues working leg. Then decides to start going for a sleeper. Uh, Dream tries to reverse that to a Dream Valley driver. Can't because Fish is grabbing the ropes. Fish puts the sleeper on. Dream escapes and then hits Death Valley driver for the win. Doesn't have to use a uh, purple rainmaker. Shows you how what they think of Bob Fish. Yeah, it was it was a, I mean it was it wasn't a short match though. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't like he was dispatched of quickly and he was working Dream's leg over pretty good. Yeah. But but uh, you know I just I, if the story was Bob Fish worked over Dream's leg so much that he couldn't do the finish, so he'd do something else like we saw with Darby Allen a couple weeks back right. when he pinned uh, uh, Kip with the uh, with the roll up thing rather yeah. than using the coffin drop. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't, you know, he, I, I don't know what precluded Dream from going up top based on how much he worked the leg over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like Death Valley, uh, Dream Valley Drive doesn't really seem any easier from that perspective than going up the top, but who, whatever. Anyways, Dream has a promo afterwards. He says, he tells Adam Cole to put the video games down and open up his third eye. It's time for his experience to come. Uh, he says, Cole may play hard, but he's about to get worked hard by the Dream. Ooh. He wants that, a title shot. He wants a title shot, or he wants a little piece of. This action here. No. Worked hard. No. No, no good. Okay. Uh, next, we had a Bivens Enterprises yeah. interview. And so uh, Malcolm Bivens said he, he, he scanned the world, looked all over the place for the best tag team, and he found them, introduces his team, uh, Rinku and uh, Sarav. Sarav? Wasn't it Shirov? 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 Crap. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. I, I said it a couple times out loud to make sure I got the pronunciation I too, right. I did too, but that was and it didn't two work. Hours ago. <laughs> two hours ago. You know, old age. Things yeah. Are um, and then dubs the trio Bivens Enterprises. Um, then uh, Rinku and Shuriv each speak, and then uh, Bivens tells the browser weights that they're waiting. Yeah, they spoke in. No mention uh, of a CD player, though. They Did spoke... you ever find a CD player? What's that? I don't know. I don't know. Player? I'm not sure. I didn't right. keep up with that particular storyline. I wish they would. I hope that they inject some more humor with him. I know because he's hilarious. He's hilarious. He's great. Um, you know, maybe they'll maybe they'll start adding that. I know Triple H. He can still be funny it. and like serious. He can be funny and still be serious at times. And you know, there's something uh, fun about someone who's who's both menacing and and really funny. Yeah, yeah. I get that they you know they don't want to lead off with the comedy. Yeah. Uh, next, Dexter Loomis. Right behind you. 
Look at versus those packs, the, man. Those look good. Oh, I know. Versus the debuting Jake Atlas. Jake Atlas has wrestled a lot in California. Wrestled for APW for. A he while was the too. he he was like the most indie looking guy tonight. Like if if we didn't know that he was a high profile indie signing, I would be like, oh, job jobber. <laughs> because and in fact, totally job job to uh, Dexter Loomis today. Yeah, he got a little bit of offense off. He had a bit. nice Rana. Uh, good-looking neckbreaker, suicide dive, but yeah, uh, it took a Uranagi from Loomis followed by an arm triangle. Why does his arm triangle look better than uh, Jake Hager's? Uh, I saw Jake Hager question. actually wins MMA matches. You know what it might be? Jake Hager has really long arms. Yes, he he's very lanky. Maybe it's just awkward for him to do it. It could be. Like I have too much arm. I don't know where to put it. Problem is too is when he was doing it for first first couple of matches, he was doing it standing up. Yeah, right. And it's like you're not getting body weight on somebody doing that for the choke. Whereas in MMA and like Dexter Loomis here, you know, you're on the ground, you're on the mat, putting your body weight on the person. So maybe Hager will start doing it that way. Dexter just Loomis. Looks better. Dexter Loomis, hey, he's got like everything though, man. That His freaking, character work is phenomenal. It's, How it's does he make so himself good. not blink? Yeah. He doesn't blink. Vince probably loves him. He's like, oh, he's managed to control his involuntary bodily processes. I guess he doesn't sneeze. <laughs> he doesn't. You'll never see him yawn. <laughs> and his music is so good. Oh, man, it's perfect. Doom, 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 it's doom, straight doom, out of like an 80s serial killer movie. All it needs is a little bit of synth. I mean, that's all it is, a synth the drum machine. Doom, 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 it's great. Doom, 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 doom. Uh, next, get a quick shot of Keith Lee backstage prepping for his match, the Killer Cross vignette. I kind of feel like they're going too too much with this. This haven't like have it run this one last week how it did. Don't play it again. Next week he shows up versus Gargano Ciampa. Like yeah. this week to forget about him. I agree, man. When his when his vignette played during the Triple H thing and the Gargano Ciampa thing, that should be it until we see the dude. I know. But then they replay it again, and then commentary is like, oh, we, 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 we see who it is, but we don't know who this is. It's like, everybody knows it's Killer Cross. Yeah, we all know who it is. We all know I think, who it is. Killer Cross, damn it. And NXT, their Twitter, they tweeted out something. About, it was like a dude with like a TV set for a head, and it was like related to Killer Cross. Let's mm. see here. That's not it. Where is it? I know I saw it somewhere. Maybe mm. it was Killer Cross's own Twitter account. Maybe, maybe TikTok, Steve. There's a, uh, yeah, there's get, a lot of Shotzi on the on their on their Twitter feed. No, oh, man, we're about to get to that. That was a hell of a performance. Uh, before that match, though, we, they kind of replayed a good chunk of the Gargano Champa Performance Center brawl, uh, hyping up their match next week. Mm-hmm. Let's say it's Blackheart versus Rebel Heart. One last beat. That's the tagline for it. Uh, then we get the women's gauntlet match. First matchup: Shotzi Blackheart taking on Deanna Parazzo. Uh, Deanna starts out fast. Uh, Shotzi hits her with the Insigiri. Uh Cannonball, while Deanna was kind of draped over the rope, so that was cool. That gets her to uh, Deanna, then hits a pump kick, regains the advantage. They're up on top brawling. Uh, Shotzi knocks Deanna off, falls with a top rope senton for the win. Next matchup, Shotzi versus Zaya Lee. Uh, Zaya gets some strikes in, some kicks, some blows, misses a Robinson special. Uh, Shotzi hits like a reverse X-Factor and puts on a submission move that I had never seen before. It's like a reverse full Nelson. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it was rad. Yeah, Zaya taps. Yeah, like immediately she tapped. It was yeah. cool. Uh, yeah, so Killer Cross tweeted this out. It's like a dude with uh, with like a, a TV set for a head. It's like a GIF. Mm. Mm. <laughs> he fashioned a GIF or he found a cool GIF. And it says all, all with like weird, like the, the formatting of the letters are all weird. Watch, see, watch, see, hear, feel, hear, feel, watch, see, hear. It just goes on and on. Hmm. And then there's like a, there's a little, uh, what do you call the, the days of our lives? Uh, uh, oh, hourglass? The hourglass, the hourglass emoji. <laughs> well, a, it just takes some of the threatening away when you're using like emoji. old-timey TikTok, TikTok. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man, Dream Match Mania is happening right now. Oh, dear. Uh, next, Shotzi versus Aaliyah. This, this, you know, it wasn't the smoothest match. There were some fun spots. This, the bit where they were doing a bunch of roll-ups, that was fun. And that it made uh, Aaliyah dizzy. Um, and uh, uh, Shotzi locks in, not her finisher submission, but another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaliyah escapes into a cover. Shotzi kicks out. Uh, and then Aaliyah has the upper hand for a while. And then she starts talking some trash. Shotzi hits her with some strikes. Goes for a German suplex. Can't do it. So she does like a straight jacket suplex instead. And then that same submission hold that she uh, made Zaya Lee tap out with for the win. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and then finally, or next, sorry. Except she did it a little bit different. She had like Zaya's arms like hooked. In this case, she... I don't she was, think she could hook her hands. That's why she was pulling freaking Aaliyah's arms straight back. Oh, oh it was awesome. That was great. Uh, next, Caden Carter. Uh, you know, Shasi's already been through three matchups, so Caden has control early uh, until you go to commercial. We come back within thirty seconds of that commercial break. Shasi wins. Running corner knee DDT top rope sent on. Shasi wins. Mm-hmm. And then finally, Shasi versus Dakota Kai. Uh, Dakota Kai basically sprints to the ring to start beating up Shasi. Raquel Gonzalez gets involved too. Uh, she's in a control for a vast majority. Shasi trips her up at one point, hits a step up into Gary, belly to back suplex. Uh, Dakota Kai rolls out of the ring. Uh, Shasi hits a suicide dive. She puts Kai back in the ring, drives Raquel Gonzalez into the ring post, gets back in. As she's getting through the ropes, Kai hits her with a face, walk, face wash kick and then go to kick for the win. Yeah. Good, yeah. strong performance, though, for Shasi. That crowd would have been huge on her, man. Yep. Would have been yep. huge behind her. Yep. Yep. After that, we had a Rhea, uh, Rhea Ripley Charlotte recap. Evidently, they have a match at WrestleMania. I know. Has any uh, high profile feud suffered as much from all this than that one? There's like no heat behind this. Zero. There's none. none. There's none. And it's funny, Sean Ross Sapp mentioned this on Twitter, and I agree. They've like completely all the stuff that made Rhea Ripley cool, they're not I emphasizing. I know. They're doing that. I mean, like the, the stuff they shot at Raymond James, James Stadium was cool, but mm-hmm. empty stadium stuff. And I'm all for humanizing uh, wrestlers, but you could do it without taking her her, her edge. I'm like, not huge on lobotomizing edge. wrestlers, yeah. and that's what it really feels like they've done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like okay, she's she could be a huge baby face for us, but instead of uh, of, of of capitalizing and, and utilizing what has drawn the crowd to her, they just like make her generic baby face. Yeah, I know. I know. It's like I don't know. It's not that interesting. She she acts like she doesn't belong. Mm-hmm. She acts like it is too much for her. Yeah. Uh, and then like she's they've barely even done anything with it anyways. Like what does she get? Uh, was it on Raw where all we got was like she shows up to the performance center and gets booted in the face? Yeah. Yeah. And then woo. I know it's pretty lame. Uh, next, Kushida versus Joaquin Wild. This is a fun match. Hey, Joaquin, he got rid of the fin on his helmet. He did. He still has like some sort of headgear though. No, he's got a helmet. It's got a back strap. He didn't have to hold it when he got in the oh, ring. Good. Oh, he got the strap this time. Good. He's got good the strap him. on the back. I wish he'd wrestle in it. It looks really cool. It does look cool. It's not enough for him to win, though. No. Try as he might, he tapped out to an armbar. There was a great armbar transition early in this match from Kushida. He's really good. Yeah. Uh, I think Lucha Blog uh, posted a, a GIF of somebody having done this in the past. And uh, it's one of the thing, one of the cool things about wrestling Twitter is that uh, you see this every once in a while now. A wrestler will do something really cool, and then you'll be yeah. able to source it with a gift from like five years ago. Yeah, um, yeah. it's neat. It uh, neat. But yeah, honestly, the highlight of this, like, it was it was a really fun match, and like, mm-hmm. we don't see nearly enough of Kushida in NXT. No, no. And Joaquin Wild is a lot of fun. Yeah. But Sam Roberts was on his game talking trash about Joaquin Wilde. Like every time I try to have a conversation with Joaquin, you just get the rave horn. Oh, the opening when he was talking about the, the DJ horn. Yeah, that was Oh, great. was hilarious. He's talking about trying to get into uh, EDM and can't do it. He said, uh, yeah, he said, I realize it's not for me. Uh, <laughs> he also said at one point, he says, you know, if Joaquin Wilde picks up this win and gets a haircut, he'll be held in high contention here in NXT. Yeah, that's pretty good. He had some good lines. <laughs> he did have some good lines. <laughs> Uh, probably the, uh, the most exciting thing to happen to Joaquin though, the last night was getting kidnapped. Uh, before that happened, we did a, it's got an extended Gargano Champa video package. They're really pushing this match for some reason. Um, so Joaquin Wilde is trying to do an interview. He's asked what's going through his mind. He's like, yeah, I had a great match again, but I lost again. Mm-hmm. Uh, he thought he was going to come to NXT and make an impact that hasn't worked out. Just an SUV tears into the parking lot, almost hits him. And Joaquin Wilde, like, you know, makes sure the interviewer is safe. And a dude in the luchador mask gets out of the, the SUV. It's like, hey, Wild, get in the car. <laughs> Just like that. No urgency. It's really Wild polite. does. And he does. <laughs> He's like, he thought, oh, you're my Uber? Oh, my ride's here. <laughs> my lucha Uber's here. <laughs> uh, and then after that, we got our main event, Damian Priest versus Dominic Dijakovic versus Keith Lee. They had stats. They had height. I know. This was weight, cool. Height. Sorry. Weight. Reach. Style. Oh, it was cheesy as all hell. It was too much. Well, the graphics were like really simple. 
There was nothing like moving they about like them. It looked like a template. It looked like a template. <laughs> it did. It looked like a cheesy template. Oh, um, like right away though, there was some back and forth. No one could land a blow, and then they all kick each other at the same time. That was that cool. was funny. We go to commercial. We come back. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Keith leaves out of the ring. Uh, Damian Priest drops uh, Dijak with the flatliner. He's in control. Hits with the DDT. Leaves him to break the pin. So then Lee goes up top. He's looking for a deadless suplex suplex on Damian Priest. They're brawling up there. Uh, Dijak comes to gets in. He clubs Lee in the back, puts him up in the electric chair. Priest follows with like a top rope spinning heel kick. It's like a doomsday heel kick. Mm-hmm. And then Dijak and Priest start teaming up on Keith Lee for a bit. Him with a double choke slam. Yeah. Uh, and then Dijak immediately goes for Priest. Tries for a feast your eyes. Priest escapes that. And then he razors edges Dijak out of the ring onto Keith Lee. But Keith Lee catches him. Yeah. And then Priest follows that up with a step-up tope on both of them. We go to commercial. We're back. Uh... Priest reverses the Dijak choke slam into the reckoning, but no, he can't hit that. Dijak escapes, and then Dijak tosses Priest into Lee. Lee catches him, and then uses Priest as a melee weapon against Dijak, like you know, like holding up like power bomb position and starts throwing him, like you know, hurling him into him. Then power bombs Priest on Dijak four times. Four times. Yeah, man, this is again one of those. You really needed a crowd for this. This needs a crowd. It really does. Uh, then hits a spirit bomb on Priest. Dijak, after getting power bombed uh, on, on top of four times, breaks up that pin. That was a cool spot. Though. That was a cool spot. It was great. It was awesome. It was a fun match. Uh, Lee goes up top. Uh, Priest hits him with a couple kicks. He tries for a Frankensteiner. Lee catches him. Tries for a power bomb off the top. Uh, Priest powers out of that into a Rana. Uh, and then Dijak from the opposite corner follows the top rope elbow. And then Priest and uh, Dijak get up. Uh, they hit. Cyclone kicks on each other at the same time. Funny. Mm-hmm. Both fall on Keith Lee. Double cover. Funny. Mm-hmm. Lee kicks, kicks out. Kicks out, yeah. Um, so Lee goes up top, and he's like trying to do some double move, the priest to Dijak. Yeah, it was unclear what that was supposed to be. Well, that was supposed to be like a double Spanish fly. Was that the plan? That's what I thought, but I was like, nobody's in correct position for this. No. They shove him off, and then Dijak kiss, kicks priest to the floor, and then Dijak hits his corkscrew senton on Keith Lee. Keith that was Lee rad. Okay. That was freaking amazing. So while Priest is on the floor, he goes in the ring, gets his nightstick, whoosh, <laughs> telescopes it out. This was great. This finish was great. Uh, he takes a uh, swing uh, at, at Dijak. He mm-hmm. avoids it, gets Priest up for Feast Your Eyes. He's about to hit it. Priest gets the nightstick up, so it hits Dijak yeah. in the knee. So Dijak's selling that. He's down. Meanwhile... Lee pounces Priest out of the ring. Mm-hmm. That allows Lee to hit big, uh, big Bang catastrophe on Dijak to get the win. Yeah, it was a really it was. This was a really killer match. It was a. It lot was of fun. fun. It was a lot of fun. And in front of a crowd of like you know ten thousand people or something, could have been because if it was meant for takeover, that could have been really special. That'd have been a lot of fun. Yeah, that could have been really fun. But weird things are happening right now. Oh crap! I totally forgot to put up a uh, question thread. A, I already did it. Oh look at you. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a Larson too sweet emoji for that one. Oh gosh, the one you completely and totally photoshopped. Yes, I'm gonna do two of them like that. It's like a top tier. That's a that's a top tier uh, emoji right there, man. We got all three questions. First, Malix Foster. Apparently, Bugenhagen and Dexter Loomis have a weird rivalry friendship on the house show loop. How would you book it? Loomis would either turn on him and then put him back in his murder van. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or you do the thing where was it a uh, Henry Portrait, a serial killer? You had Henry, oh. and then you had his his uh, henchman. Uh huh. And then they make out. they make videos together. If you're really that's a take, messed up movie. It is. You want to take a really dark turn with things? That's what you can do. <laughs> I like it. Um, the electrician Scotty Sparks. That's a heck of a name. Um, how long until I get Dexter Loomis versus the Fiend? Here's the thing about Dexter Loomis right now. He can't lose for a while. No, I think they're going to push him. Yeah. I mean, look I, at that guy. I know. His He's, whole gimmick, he can't take a loss. I know. I know. Or he takes a loss and literally goes on to like a, a death a death spree. Yeah. He should be he should be booked like the he should be like the fiend of uh of NXT. NXT. I know. But without the supernatural stuff. No. Just, just more blood. Killer. More blood somehow. Yeah, he should only be in death matches. So is uh, is Scotty Sparks and Patrick Sparks related? Because Patrick Sparks know. has now a, a question. Now it's like they yeah. you know were together when this happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Patrick Sparks, uh, Austin Theory says. So since Champa won't go to main roster, allegedly that's what he says. That's what he yeah. says. Uh, 
He says, uh, what does Johnny Gargano do when he does? Um, uh, he, I fear he won't be doing a whole hell of a lot if he goes to the main roster. Yeah. How many immensely talented wrestlers have gone from NXT? He's got to have a higher ceiling than Gable, right? Well, I'm talking like Ricochet. They did something with Ricochet for a while. Ain't done nothing with him since. Yeah, he's got... It's the danger of being Ricochet. But I feel like Ricochet... I don't know. Gargano has has an advantage in that he's better on the bike than Ricochet is. Yeah. But not by a huge stretch. Not by a lot, though. Like, Johnny Gargano is... I honestly never understood what people saw in Johnny Gargano. I'll be honest. Look, he is absolutely a five-star match machine. I kind of feel, though, if you would put Chad Gable in his position somehow, some way, yeah. he'd be even better. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like Chad Gable's got all the personality, and I think he's just as good as a wrestler yeah. as uh, as Gargano. Uh I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I never saw. I never saw it with Gargano. I appreciate the man for his awesome matches, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the extent of it, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. I love yeah. his matches. I love his matches. Yeah, he's, the, he's a great wrestler. The feud is great. Champ, I'm a huge Champa fan. Yeah, his, Champa's his fantastic. His character work is amazing. Yeah, man. I just don't buy Gargano. What as a bad guy or just period? Especially as a bad guy. As an underdog baby face, you can you can kind of get behind it. Yes. But, uh, yeah. But. Not as a heel, no. But he doesn't have... I mean, look, dude, if if I get... If I get... The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Gargano on SmackDown against Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if he ends up being sort of like a dream match wrestling guy... Mm-hmm. Then I'm into it. I'm into it. like Drew. If they if they elevate Drew Gulak in ab in, in Daniel Bryan's absence, if he is going to leave, mm-hmm. then him versus Gargano could be a feud I'd I'd be into. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't, I don't know. know, but I, uh, I would not. I would not be. Uh, I'd be set up for disappointment. I feel like to do with Gargano. I do feel like those are two guys that kind of need to move on though. Mm-hmm. What the hell else are they gonna do? Just talk yeah, about the, for the next two years. Who wants to be Mister NXT? I don't want to hear that. Like that's not even a thing, man. I know <laughs> it doesn't. Know. Do you get a bonus for being Mister NXT? Unless they have a Mister NXT title, that's the second <laughs> mid card title. What about a Mister NXT ring? There you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it says Mister NXT and diamonds. Or it's, it's like a, it's like a sash. <laughs> A crown and a sash. Yeah, you get a sash, Mr. NXT. Here he is, Mr. NXT. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't he great at wrestling? It's like you're the guest of honor of a parade. <laughs> <laughs> you get a pull in the back of a, a convertible car. <laughs> you get your ring entrance that way. There he is. Wave to the crowd at full sail. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, totally, guys. that need to be out of there. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to check out the Discord, see if they got any. Here we go. <laughs> Craig Morris, these questions, I feel, are like Ask Stephen Larson questions. Would you rather have no elbows or no knees? Well, you can't really do much if your arms are rigid out like this. I would rather like, I feel have like no knees. Would, yeah, walking would suck with no knees, but you could still walk. Yeah, okay, so what would be in their place? No, I think it'd just be straight bone from hip to ankle. <laughs> so so I'm like saying if you had no elbows, like your arm bones would go from shoulder to wrist. Okay. And so you'd have locked elbows the whole time. You can't do anything like this. So you just like walk around like this. Do, 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 yeah. Do, do. Well, you have to rotate with your hips and kind of waddle, I think. You'd have to do that. I mean, worst case scenario, you're in a 
you're in a, a I mean, if they're if they're literally absent, then you're just in a wheelchair. Yeah, but your legs would be sticking straight out. If your knees were absent and there was nothing there, you, you still have two bones, not a bone, not one straight bone. Well, I don't know. It depends. It depends if it's if it's your missing knee and therefore have one straight leg bone. That's my assumption, as opposed to two two bones in there just kind of floating around. <laughs> that was my assumption. You're transporting yeah, the then knees you can't out. Walk. Then you can't walk. Then you can't so, walk. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be in a wheelchair. Yeah. So you'd be in a wheelchair. So I'd regardless, I'd rather that as yeah. opposed to floaty bones here. Yeah. No. Or rigid. Or rigid arms. Or rigid arms. Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> I know. Maybe too much. Uh, let's see here. How are you supposed to wipe your butt with rigid arms? Yeah, you can't. You might you go. A, you, uh, yeah, I don't know. You need a bidet. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, Alex Housen. So if you guys were commentators, what would Vince specifically tell each of you through your headsets? He would just, uh, he'd probably t- tell me to be louder. He'd berate us. Did you just yeah. yawn? Why are you guys cracking so many jokes that nobody gets? How could you be so hungry all the time? <laughs> How did you know that, Vince? <laughs> Which be... one of you keeps farting? <laughs> It'd be all personal stuff. <laughs> Why do you have uh, so little money in your account? <laughs> uh, the Shaq 462, Shaq Daddy. Who do you think the mask guys are, and do you think this is going to lead to a faction? So, uh, regardless of the fact that they had. Uh, luchador masks on. I didn't detect. I didn't detect an accent, uh, like a, a, a Hispanic accent, a Latino accent, uh, with the dude. And he said, "Hey, Joaquin, come on over here." Yeah, I so, didn't notice that either. I don't know. Uh, I just saw on Twitter somebody suggested. They're like, "Oh my God, is it going to be the Forgotten Sons?" Because oh, it gosh. could. Dude could have been Cutler. Yeah, could have been Cutler. Yeah. That'd be an interesting uh, detour from what they were doing with grizzled young veterans. <laughs> Blue Monkey G says, why are you sweating? <laughs> not, not like you're working hard like me. I don't even sweat at the gym. Oh, man. Uh, Rich wants, us, wants to know who's going to take the North American title from Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Damien. Damien Priest. No. I have a hard time believing Damien Priest is going to do it at this point. I don't think it would be clean. Killer Cross. Uh, really? You don't see that? Killer, Killer Cross. Cross, he's going to go straight to the main event scene. Yeah, we'll see. Killer Cross might take that title from Adam Colbebe. Entirely possible. Yeah, uh, yeah, I could see they got to do something big with Damian Priest, and I could see, I could see maybe not cleanly, but I could see him taking that title from. He gets that nightstick out. Exactly. Everybody loves the nightstick. Uh, Jimmy Thomas, this is an easy one because I, yeah, Sam Roberts was okay last night. He says if the choice was no new wrestling. Or Sam Roberts on every call, what would you pick? Oh, Sam Roberts. I'd go with Sam Roberts because eventually he's going to get even better and better. Yeah, I thought he was he was actually pretty fun last night. Oh, this is a good this is a good point. That Jimmy Thomas also says, let's be honest, they don't know who's in the mask. Totally, hundred percent true. I don't think so. I, I think that's not the case. I think they know. I think there's a plan. It's NXT, man. It's not main roster. If it was no, main roster, last, I'd agree. Hundred. The last couple of months where they've been creatively kind of in in in, in a rut. It's like, hey, here's a cool idea. Let's have some uh, guys with luchador masks driving around a rented SUV and kidnapping people. Who's who's leading this? Well, we have some ideas, but I don't know. We'll see. They're like, hey, we saw this thing called Aces and Eights. They got away with it. (laughs) It's going to be Mr. Kennedy. Uh, Oh, Greg Moore says, current monetary situation prohibits me from upping to ask Stephen Larson. (laughs) That's totally than ask away, ask away. That's fine. Yes, yes. He's been Greg Morris has been a friendo for a very long time. Uh, let's see here. Let's see if there's any other notes here in the chat room. Uh, there you go. Quinn says Damien Priest seduces Keith Lee with his group of women. Then he rolls up Keith Lee when Lee diverts his eyes from the woman because he's a taken man. Yeah, he closes his eyes. I can't see them. No touching, no no watching. Roll up. Uh, Blue Monkey G, they have as much direction with this as they did with who tried to kill Stone Cold. This isn't Vince at the helm, man. They know who it is, and it's going to make total sense. It's going to make total sense. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. There's some. There's. There's got to be some clues. Anyways, we'll figure those out later. Yes. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. We'll be back with a news brief later on today. And for the Friendo Patreon. Oh, but I wanted to do this. I know this is the end of the episode. I probably should have done it already. But uh, in absence of us doing uh, live streams from YouTube, we've got some new YouTube channel members. 
Yes. Uh, D minor, Connor Bradley, the Chad, the Mexican Jedi, and Dr. Novick are all channel members. I'm not sure Thank if they've been all. shouted out yet or not. Um, but yeah, no, if you're a YouTube channel member, we are going to go. That's where we're going to be doing our WrestleMania stream. It's going to be on mm-hmm, the YouTubes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you also have access to all that bonus content Indeed. that we release as well. So it might be worth checking it out if you're, for whatever reason, uh, not into the Patreon stuff. Yep. Yep. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Everybody who's watching us live on the Twitch, thank you so much for turning out. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.